Hey everyone, you tuned in to the Lead Generation Lab Podcast, the science of real estate agent marketing, brought to you by Omega Title, Marketplace Home Mortgage, and MVP Realty. Come on, let's go. Podcast, the science of real estate agent marketing. I'm Anthony Bermudez, your host, and I am here with Derek Carlson. What's up, buddy? Yeah. I'm just kidding, <laughs> I just wanted to see what you were gonna do next, buddy. You remember it reminds me of uh, remember when Eminem just like like literally was in Michigan University yeah. of Michigan, just sat there staring at everybody. No, that's exactly what you were right. doing. Thanks. That's what I was doing. I wanted to see how you would handle yourself. Uh, you know, it I'm is good. so good to be back, cool. Anthony. Cool on the pressure. And I think one of the, one of the things that we were talking about before we went live was LinkedIn, man, and uh, a very powerful tool here that you're going to talk yeah. about today. I think uh, LinkedIn's overlooked a lot. Um, here's why. It's the boring party. Mm-hmm. It's it's the boardroom. Nobody likes to go into a boardroom or the principal's office, right? Everybody's having big parties over on Facebook and Instagram, right? Yeah. They're showing their photos from the weekend, doing it up. Yeah, right? right. LinkedIn, it's it's strictly professional. But here's the deal. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, if you haven't dove into LinkedIn uh, and added this to your digital you know, footprint, mm-hmm. you're really missing a lot. Let me start with one fact, Anthony. 500 million users with 250 million users of that active every single month Mm. 500 million members on this platform and again when i talk i always talk about the biggest pond right this is one of the biggest ponds of potential buyers or sellers available in the social media realm right um, here's the other thing out of the, out of the, the active users, 133 million of them come from the United States, 133 million. Okay. So it's again, a great opportunity to really dive into this platform. And here's the thing you need to add it to the digital footprint. There's one stat that I'm going to share with you as we go down this journey of LinkedIn that I think is going to blow you away because when I read it and you know, my experience with lead generation, I was blown away. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, let's do this. LinkedIn, okay? Now, unlike all of the other social media platforms, this one, this social uh, media network was specifically designed for career and business professionals to connect, okay? So what's that that group, uh, uh, B&E or um, uh, business network that you see everybody gather around? That's sort of like this. You're dealing with strictly professionals. My mom will never be on LinkedIn, right? My daughter... She's on Instagram and Facebook, wouldn't be on LinkedIn. Right. It's business professionals. That's all you're really focused on with LinkedIn. Now, there's some stats I want to share with you. Okay. This is going to get into the meat of it. And I always like sharing stats because with stats, there's clues. And with clues, you can figure out your own blueprint of what you might want to target to really take advantage of this platform. So here we go. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users are from outside of the United States? So if you're trying to get that international market, (laughs) LinkedIn is the place to be. 40 million students and recent college graduates are on LinkedIn. There are 57% male users and 44% female users on LinkedIn. After the United States, India, Brazil, Great Britain, and Canada has the highest number of LinkedIn users. 13% of all millennials are on LinkedIn. 28% 28% of all internet male users 
use LinkedIn, whereas 27% of all internet female users are on LinkedIn. Here's one that I love. 44% of LinkedIn users earn more than 75 grand a year, Mm. nearly half, 75,000 a year, which is guess what? In the product that we sell, real estate, most of the time clients need financing. Knowing that half of your audience, uh, 44%, so nearly half of your audience, uh, has money coming in and revenue coming in is pretty pretty cool. Uh, there are over 39 million students and recent grads on LinkedIn. Some other fun facts. This is one for you. For all of you that want to dive into the luxury real estate market, 41% of millionaires use LinkedIn. Let that sit in. Wow. So you, I have a lot of agents that come to me and say, how do I break in to the luxury real estate market? Uh-huh. You go where the millionaires are fishing. Right, You go to their pond. This is their pond. 41% of millionaires are on LinkedIn. LinkedIn now has 3 million active job listings on the platform, which is basically the candy that all of these professionals are going towards. 1 million professionals have published posts on LinkedIn. An average user spends 17 minutes a month on LinkedIn. Motivated was the most overused word on LinkedIn. Again, year after year, the word motivated. If they were to take all the words of all the posts, these are just fun facts I like throwing out. Um, 59% of LinkedIn members have never worked at a company worth more than 200 employees. Hmm. Think about that. Wow. Nearly 60% work at what we would call small businesses, right? right. There are 5.5 million accountants on LinkedIn. <laughs> there have been 1 billion endorsements on LinkedIn. And the average CEO... The average CEO has 930 connections on LinkedIn, which is what we'll talk about. Now, before we really dive into some strategies on LinkedIn, let's talk about what to share, when to post, and how how often you should post as a realtor. So the first one, and we're going to get into a little bit more details, but what to share. Here's what you share on LinkedIn. Remember, it's the boardroom. Uh, You won't want to share pictures of you on some roller coaster from this weekend or a picture of your steak from the Outback. What you do want to share is blog posts, external content, company updates, uh, announcements just listed, just sold, answers to common buyers and seller questions. When should you post on LinkedIn? Late morning and early afternoon during weekdays only. Remember, this is professionals. Professionals like to hang around Facebook and Instagram on the weekend. They don't like to go to LinkedIn on the weekend. Yeah. Okay. How often should you post? This is one of the platforms that you just got to do it a couple times. One or two updates per day on your LinkedIn account is ideal. But here's the the real strategy. LinkedIn isn't as much a place to post. I want you to post twice a day. But I want you to jump into the conversation of other people's posts much more often than you would on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and so forth. Okay, I want you to jump into local community groups on Uh, LinkedIn. And here's why. You will become the realtor. You will become the real estate resource for that group, for that individual, because you're the one that is jumping into the conversation. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're dealing with professionals. so Exactly, exactly. So now, why should you use LinkedIn? Okay. And and why should you really, really focus on LinkedIn this year? LinkedIn is obviously one of the best social media sites for 
generating buyer and seller leads. Now, here's the thing. Going strictly by the numbers, okay, I got to be honest. LinkedIn still lags far behind the social media giants that most realtors rely on, like Facebook and Twitter. For example, as we mentioned, LinkedIn gets around 250 unique visitors every month. We looked at what? Instagram, 800 million. Facebook, 2.2 billion, right? right? YouTube, 1.5 billion. This gets about 250 million. And they call that small, right? (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry, but uh, the last episode of uh, Seinfeld had like 28 million viewers, and that was a success. So at the end of the day, it's still a huge pond. But in perspective, it is smaller than the other ones. While that may not sound uh, you know, at all impressive, it's still a far cry from, like I said, Facebook. Um, but here's the deal. Faced with these stats, most realtors find it pretty hard to justify spending any of their social media outreach on LinkedIn. They're where every other realtor is playing, on Facebook. Okay, They're on Instagram. They're on Twitter. They're on even Snapchat. Yeah. And they're ignoring LinkedIn. And I feel that this is a huge mistake for two reasons, okay? And I'm going to share that with the audience right now. Can I share that with Absolutely. the audience right All now, the time, Anthony? Anytime. All right. Number one, the number one reason all realtors should be on LinkedIn. According to a recent study from HubSpot, which is one of the largest data uh, institution when it comes to social media and seeing what's going on and, and what's working, HubSpot did a study. Check this out. LinkedIn is 277% more effective for lead generation than Facebook and Twitter. Jeez. See, and here's why. While there may be a lot more people and a lot more activity on those other social media sites, you're not using them to make new friends. Okay? So with LinkedIn, remember, The reason why it has 277% more effective, and it's more effective for lead generation, on the other sites, even though there's more people, you're going there to play, okay? You're not going there as a business owner yourself. You're, You're not going there to talk with other business owners. So this leads me to number two. So that's the stat. So it's 277% more effective than Facebook and Twitter. But here's the real takeaway that I want you to have. People use LinkedIn to network. They, to learn from other professionals. They use it to vet other professionals, okay? So when it comes to marketing, a smaller, more focused audience is much better than a larger, more all-over-the-place audience, people that are going there for other reasons other than trying to find a professional. And I want you to think about something. I'm going to share, share this idea with you. Um, most people don't think LinkedIn as a, as a place to look at listings or find a real estate agent. They generally associate LinkedIn as a place to network with other professionals and learn more about their industry. That makes LinkedIn the perfect place to engage leads when they are most interested in networking and hopefully uh, more interested in learning about your services. But here's the key. This is the takeaway. So let me ask you this, and this is going to close that entire concept of why it's more powerful. Let me ask you this, Anthony. If you got yourself in trouble and you needed to hire an attorney, right, would you go to Instagram to look for an attorney or would you go to LinkedIn? LinkedIn, without a doubt. Absolutely. Did you understand what I just said? Right. Okay. Right. That's why it's so powerful. 
when people actually log into this platform, playtime is over. Right. They're going there to strictly learn, to vet, to network with other professionals. Mm -hmm. And by that alone, combined with the fact that realtors are ignoring this platform, it's the it is truly a fountain of abundance buyer and seller leads. Okay. Now, another great way to use LinkedIn is to stay stop top of mind in your farm area. It's a great way to generate leads. Since most people come to LinkedIn to network, learn from, and, and vet other professionals, it's a great place to to truly, truly get down to business. Um, promotions, changing locations for work, bringing on new employees are all times when professionals like yourself as a realtor uh, can really target and reach out to them uh, to try to help them relocate, find a property, and so forth. And it's about reaching them at the right time. And again, you can produce timely content for LinkedIn. For example, a video about the fall real estate market in your area. Okay, You can reach out to, to hiring managers. So for example, we have a big company here locally called Arthrex, right? Mm -hmm. Target and reach out to the hiring manager or the HR department of Arthrex and tell them, listen, I want to be part of your hiring process. When somebody comes to town, I want to be the person that shows them around. Don't waste any of your resources. Let me drive them around for three and a half hours. Show them school locations and parks and hospitals and take a ride down 41 and, and really show them what Naples is all about. I have no problem doing that. And as part of the hiring process, the goal is going to be is when they're ready to buy a home, if they do choose to take a job at Arthrex as an example, they'll use you as the realtor. Right, so there's certain things that we can do um, on LinkedIn, um, but the key is 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 understanding how LinkedIn works. Now, this is the whole uh, way that LinkedIn creates that experience with business owner to business owner. They call it connection. Okay, it's called the connection on Facebook. We call it followers, and Twitter it's called followers or friends. Right, on LinkedIn they call it connections. Okay. And there's different degrees of connections on the LinkedIn platform. Um, so in order to use the LinkedIn to generate real estate leads, you first need to understand that there's basic principles behind networking on the site. On LinkedIn, and again, I'll repeat this, on LinkedIn, the people who joined your network are called connections. Unlike Facebook or Twitter, where you can add or follow almost anyone, LinkedIn restricts your networking options dramatically based on your degree of connection. And we're going to go over those degrees. Now, here's the deal. Since your goal as a realtor on LinkedIn is to get as many local connections as possible, as quickly as possible, understanding how these connections work on LinkedIn is crucial, absolutely crucial. So let's go over that. There's a thing called first degree connection. What is a first degree connection? First degree connections are people that are already in your network. For example, if you have a brand new LinkedIn account and a coworker invites you to connect with them, they will become a first degree connection. Likewise, if they accept your offer to connect, they will become a first degree connection. With some limited exceptions, and again, we'll discuss all that as we go, first and second degree, uh, second degree connections are the only people you can directly reach out to on LinkedIn. In some cases, 
you won't even be able to see any details about people who are not in what they call your first degree or second degree connection. So what is a second degree connection? Second degree connections are the people that are already in your first degree connections network. Link, call it like a friend of a friend. Right. Okay? LinkedIn allows you to invite these people to your own network very easily by clicking on a button that says connect. So you see their profile picture. You're like, I'm going to, I want to know that person for some reason. Maybe it's a manager at Mercedes Benz and you want to tap into the luxury real estate market. So you select connect on that button. Okay. And now it will list a, 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 some more suggested connections based on that person. For example, let's say your coworker has a mortgage broker, you know, in their network. Since they are a second degree connection, you can just click on connect in order to invite them to your network. And now you're communicating with that mortgage broker. Now, so that's the first two connections. The third degree connection, what is that? Third degree connections are the people in your second degree connections network. In most cases, you cannot invite third degree connections to connect with you. Hmm. Instead, you have to send them what's called in-mail. So like, for example, friend of a friend and then a friend. Um, I want to get a hold of Mark Cuban. I have a great idea. Mark's not part of my first. I didn't, I didn't, he, when, I, when I created an account, I didn't have his email, right? Couldn't connect with him. Mark's not part of my second because I don't know anybody that knows Mark, okay? He would be what we'd call, Mark Cuban would be a third degree connection. And if he has an account on LinkedIn, the only way that I can connect with Mark is by sending them what's called an in-mail. Well, the only way on a third-degree connection to in-mail somebody is by paying for it. Oh, okay. And that is how LinkedIn makes their money. Makes their money. So for about 25 bucks a month, they'll allow you to send five in-mails to third-degree connections. Cha-ching. <laughs> That's for those are very expensive emails wow. <laughs> that may or may not be looked at. But here's the deal: if I know there's a hedge fund manager right. that works for Waterhouse and Waterhouse or whatever the heck up in uh, Manhattan, and I have some investment properties or a development down here that might be great for the hedge fund, you know what? What's the? Uh, that's great money. That's money well spent. Okay, by upgrading to the premium service. Um, so those are the three. Connections. Now, here's an expert tip that I want to go over with you. You can sometimes invite third-degree connections for free. Oh, okay. Let me explain. The easiest way to add third-degree or higher connections to your network is to exchange an email with them. So, hedge fund manager happens to stumble into your open house. Remember all those email addresses that you didn't know what to do with? (laughs) Start saving them and start uploading those to the professional network, which is LinkedIn. By doing that, by having that person's email address, you can bypass the need of sending the email, even if they're not a part of your connections, and you can get a hold of them for free, okay? By by telling LinkedIn, hey, listen, right now you have this person as a third degree connection, but I have their email address, which will be a way to bypass the entire system. So that's pretty cool. Um, now, we're going to go through what I call seven tips from pros, okay? They're advanced LinkedIn networking strategies by what I would call pros, real estate agents, the, the, the agents that are actually doing this in the industry, 
okay? Here's one tip, okay? But my buddy Ralph, okay? Uh, what Ralph told me is that to, what he tries to do is connect with realtors in other cities to build a referral network. So what he'll do is he'll go out there and he'll try to make a strong impression by having a really professional LinkedIn profile and uh, great profile picture and so forth. And he'll all he'll do is try to make connections with other realtors. He'll jump into the conversation. There's groups with other realtors on LinkedIn. And he'll just try to uh, set up connections, create a referral network so then they can refer business and vice versa. Tim, uh, a realtor out of San Francisco, what he does is he tries a thing called circle prospecting with any of his new listings, okay? Now, what circle prospecting is, is a very, very powerful tool on LinkedIn. LinkedIn uh, it's a way for generating leads from for one very specific reason. You can geo-target your leads. LinkedIn's platform is built off the premise that everyone will geo-tag themselves to a specific location. So for example, yeah. if I move to uh, Estero and I get a job at Hertz, Hertz, enter, uh, their, their main headquarters, uh, is located now in Estero. I told them that my job title was I worked at Hertz. My location of where I work is also listed as Estero, Florida. What Tim does is he circle prospects. Mm. So when he's running stif- different things, he's trying to find that ideal person. So for example, he'll go after if there's 250 people that work at that Hertz facility and he has a listing across the street mm. at a neighborhood across the street. Yeah. He'll try to target them to try to say, hey, listen, why not live close to where you work, right? So he calls that circle prospect. And so what he does is he, uh, you know, he'll, he'll go out and he'll target the companies around uh, around the property as for sale, and then he'll just start messaging them and really trying to communicate with them. Um, here's another thing. Uh, number three, we talked about the seven strategies. Uh, studies show that you're more likely to get a response right after someone posts on LinkedIn. So what, what my buddy Bill does is that he posts about two things a day on LinkedIn, very professional stuff, blogs or maybe market stats or things like that. But what he does is he spends more of his day on LinkedIn jumping into conversations. When other people post something, what he does is he times it. You're more apt to have a banter back and forth with somebody mm-hmm. on LinkedIn right when they post. LinkedIn's not something where you can go back and add your two cents or add a comment five hours later, nine hours later. You know why? That person went to work. (laughs) That person (laughs) that posted that was a professional. They don't have all day to, to, to look at all their likes. So when they're more apt to respond to somebody is if you get them right when they posted. Does that make sense what no, I just said? Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to create a, a, a picture of how that works. Um, here's the other th- strategy. Make good use of your headline field in your profile. Okay. What most agents do. Okay. Most agents put something like Derek Carlson, realtor. Well, if you use the keyword realtor, there's about 2 million realtors in the United States. So if I'm, you know, looking for somebody to refer a business to up in Miami, down in Miami, Orlando, New York, Boston, and I go to the little search bar, guess what? You just became part of the two million pool. Nothing stands out. And I want to send somebody a referral. So don't just put Derek Carlson Realtor. Here's what I would put. Naples, Florida real estate expert. 
or helping Naples, Florida home buyers and sellers since 2003. Mm-hmm. More specific, search engine optimized. So when somebody's looking on that platform, they're really going to dial in on you. You stand out more than the other realtors. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. Okay. Uh, what was you say? No, no. Th- the, the thing about it, it just seems that you got to just do whatever you can to stand out because uh, this is something, it, it just seems like it's a great way to link with other professionals and Absolutely. be the expert. And yeah, and, 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 and here's the key. We already know that a lot of realtors are not using LinkedIn, but even the ones that do are not using it the way it should be used. Mm. So what happens is, let's say you have a pool of 100 people that are using, uh, let's just say hypothetically, 100 realtors. Uh, which is uh, one-tenth of the realtor population they use on LinkedIn. But 95 of them are doing it wrong, Jeez, right? Yeah. There is no competition. None. 10% was already low enough competition. Mm-hmm. What I, that other 90% didn't even create a count. Right. But even the ones that did, are they really doing it right? And then here you come along with all these strategies, these ideas, and all of a sudden you're pulling a lot of fish out of this pond. Because here's the deal. There are fish in the pond. Uh, there's buyers and sellers in there. Um, and and I, I want to time out for a second. Just because you did LinkedIn in the past and it didn't work for you doesn't mean it didn't work. It means that maybe you just didn't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you can't tell me that 250 million people a month are, are, are not. You can't, you're telling me you can't find one buyer. Yeah. Or one seller. Or on Instagram, 800 million. Or referral. Uh, exactly. Or a referral or whatever. So so the end of the day, just because it didn't work in the past, maybe you just need to go at it at a di- different strategy. Maybe you have to be more patient. Maybe you have to be more consistent. Maybe you gave up too soon, right? Yeah. Um, I just, Like I said, I just wanted to, to, to do that side thing. Now, tip number five, try the upgraded service and start targeting people outside of your Connection. The mail-in? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the in-mail. Okay. Um, tip number six, stay ahead of nar- uh, large new businesses coming to your area or, or businesses that are on hyper-growth. Hertz, right? If you knew Hertz was moving to Southwest Florida, what I would have done is friended and connected with every Hertz employee, managers, middle managers, vice presidents. Right. And again, I would have hit them. As soon as it hit the newspaper, I would have been on LinkedIn like, da 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 <laughs> a friend and everybody. And that goes with any business. Um, no. Or it, it, it's about making those connections. Yeah. Now, here's the deal. I would have also friended the realtors in the communities that they were, being, that they were moving from. So, for example, if Hertz was moving from Texas to Estero and there was a city in Texas... Mm-hmm. I would have contacted every realtor in Texas, that city, and said, hey, uh, you're probably going to be listing a lot of properties because Hertz is making a big move. I want to connect with you. I want you to refer me those buyers. Yeah. So you're, see, see what I'm saying? You, yeah, absolutely. It's, a, it's a way to connect and think outside the box. Now, here's the other thing. Tip number seven, story time. Okay, story time. Let me tell you what LinkedIn loves. LinkedIn loves when realtors write about stories from past scenarios mm-hmm. and lessons learned, okay? And I'm going to break it down to you, what I mean by story. Call it a blog, okay? Other professionals love blogs, and they love stories. So, for example, I very it's very common to see a realtor say, hey, I just closed the property. And they might even put a picture of the, of the buyer that, that bought the property. And it's like a two-sentence 
uh, post all about them and how great they are, that they just sold the property. Let me ask you this, and Stephen brought this up in a, in a previous uh, podcast. I would highly suggest everybody go listen to that podcast with Stephen Varenkoff. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Um, but here's the thing. LinkedIn loves stories. So I would encourage you to write a story, write a post that consists of four ingredients, and I call it four paragraphs. The first paragraph that you're going to write is the who. Um, I sold the property to a first-time home buyer named John. Okay? So that's who you sold it to. You might even include the neighborhood name or the address or whatever the property, okay? The second thing is, is I want you to break down um, the negative things that could happen to a first-time home buyer. Mm-hmm. Break it down. Break it down. What are the bad, the worst of the worst that, that could happen to a first-time home buyer? They could lose their deposit. They could not get a home inspection on the property. Mm-hmm. The host could be infested with mold, radon, polybutylene. Said that word right. Yeah. Chinese drywall, right? At the end of the day, I want to think of every negative thing that could happen to a first-time home buyer. The third thing is, is I want you to say what you did to fix those negative things in the third paragraph. Well, I hooked up John with the best damn home inspector in town, Anthony, and Anthony went in there and he did a radon test. Mm-hmm. And then I hooked John up with the best damn lender in town, Geo, right? And you go on and on. You tell him how you fix the problem faced by first-time home buyers. And then paragraph four, the success. Closing day. I saw John. He came into the title company with a grin on his face. He had a stack of mortgage paperwork, about 18 inches tall, sitting in front of him. Mm-hmm. And he sat there signing his life away. I mean, buying his dream home, right? <laughs> and then that's the success. And what I found is that when you can write that, and you can do it with any topic, first-time home buyers, right? Maybe a seller that sold their home after living in it for 25 years, the, the struggle that they had in their head, like my parents right now are selling their home after 25 years of living in it. Um, there's a story in every transaction. And I think if, if agents would use the strategy, especially on LinkedIn, they're going to get a lot of followers. And then what's going to happen is those professionals on LinkedIn are going to put themselves in the story. Right. I'm a first-time home buyer. These are the problems I'm facing. Right. He or she had a solution. Mm-hmm. And ultimately it worked because paragraph four talks about the successful closing. Right. Right. Yeah, I think so. And I think for people that are discouraged because maybe they're not good writers. I mean, we have people out there that will do that for you as well. So don't be discouraged by writing those stories because I, I agree. think that's important. I agree. I agree. And, and again, at the end of the day, it's all about creating contact, uh, content. Uh, another great way to build your network and convert connections to clients is to produce and publish useful real estate content. You can write about market advice, notable recent closings, neighborhood news, or anything else you think will educate and entertain potential leads. You can even post videos now on on, on um, LinkedIn, authentic native videos on LinkedIn. Maybe even infographics are, are huge. Now, what else do we got going on with LinkedIn? Um, here's the thing. Setting up your real estate profile is very, very important if you're trying to generate leads off LinkedIn, okay? It's very, very important. Um, you got to make sure that you have a highly, highly optimized 
uh, profile when it comes to, to going in on LinkedIn. Um, you want a professional headshot. Okay, this is not a time where you should be wearing your ACDC uh, <laughs> OzFest 1998 right. tie-dye t-shirt, tie-dye shirt, right? <laughs> um, this, is, this is something that I would highly encourage you to put on your profile. And also, you know, make sure your website address is there. Um, even, let's talk about your profile picture. Do you know that there's websites out there that will judge your profile picture? Wow. And they'll actually, uh, people will vote on it no. to see how competent you are, how likable, wow. and how influential. So they, they'll do studies where you're like, I've got two profile pictures that I want to run. And people will actually judge you and vote on them. Jeez. And then you go with the one that makes you more likable, more competent. Um, and, and, and more influential, it's called photo feeler, photo feeler. And you can definitely, I would encourage everybody to go there because what you might think is a nice profile picture mm-hmm. might make you look like a serial killer. Yeah, <laughs> You right. know what I'm saying? So you want to definitely make sure you do that. Um, choose a background photo that works with your headshot, right? Don't make it too busy. Um, they're going to ask you to upload, uh, and face in the world of Facebook, they call it a cover. Okay. okay. In the world of uh, of uh, LinkedIn, they just call it a background photo. So choose something that's going to work great. Uh, there's a couple of websites that you want, might want to check out. LinkedInBackground.com, Unsplash.com, where you can get some great stock photos. Unsplash.com. Or you can go over to my buddies over at Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com, and have them create you a LinkedIn um uh, photo backdrop photo for your profile. Again, it's just all about making you look great. Um, also, um, in your headline, okay, in your headline, show off your real estate mojo. Okay, so after you've uploaded your head, your headshot, your your background picture, um, you got to make sure that your your profile is optimized. Your your headline on LinkedIn, it's got to be short, hundred characters or less. Okay, it should tell you. Tell everybody what your current role is. Generally speaking, your headline will be your job title, but you can and should get creative with it. Okay, so for example, instead of just putting something boring like a realtor after your name, you can write a headline that shows off your side projects or gives your leads a better understanding of your personal brand, maybe even your hobbies. So so for example, uh, let's say you work in uh, uh, Sarasota and you sell waterfront homes and you love surfing. Your headline could read, Sarasota Area Realtor Since 2003, Surfer Since 1986, mm-hmm. something like that, right? Right, right, right? Or you can mention your accomplishments, voted the best Sarasota Realtor by Sarasota Magazine or Newspaper, okay? Or you can highlight your focus area such as Sarasota Waterfront Home Expert uh, at, uh, at, let's say, MVP Realty the company that you're with, okay? The key is to make it stand out, right? Now, um, little disclaimer, make sure that you always, always, always stay within the lines of our our advertising rules and regulations of the National Association of Realtors and obviously the state and local uh, boards as well as your brokerage firm. Make sure you stay within the guidelines. These are, Everything I'm telling you is just advice, but obviously they might have rules and regulations that you have to stay within. Um, when you're writing your description or your bio, make sure it's a compelling. Make sure you add your URL, okay? Um, make sure that you, you're breaking it down of who you are. So I'll give you an example. Here's a bio, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over this with you. I printed this to read for you. This is what I would call the perfect bio for LinkedIn, 
when you're writing your bio and trying to convince people to do work with you, other professionals. Here's bio. My goal has always been to conduct my real estate business honestly and ethically, to promote the highest level of integrity and enhance the public's image of realtors. This shall be accomplished through continued education and fully developing and challenging my talents while adhering to the basic principles of doing the right thing. Through successful pursuit of this commitment, I expect to maintain recognition as a top producer and respected as a leader within the real estate industry. As a result of these efforts, my business, cl- my business, clients, customers, colleagues, and the community in which we all live shall prosper. When thinking uh, local real estate, my goal is to be remembered for my dedication to the business. One of my passions has been sharing my ex- expertise through my blog. I have also been featured a featured writer on such prestigious sites as, you know, Inman News or RIS Media, the National Association of Realtors, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You can find me on my Facebook business page, and then you put a link to that. And then at the bottom, you list your specialties. What are you great at? Negotiations, marketing, lead generation. There's a bunch of specialties. You can put your specialty cities, Naples, Estero, Fort Myers, Cape Coral. And the key is, is you want to remember who's reading your bio. It's other business professionals. So yes, spelling counts. Yes, grammar will will count. Unlike any of the other uh, platforms out there, you've got to make sure that you are really, really focused on, it's like a resume, okay? And you're going to focus on your experience, your skills, your education and accomplishments, right? Um, here's another tip that I want to bring to you and bring to your attention. Reach out to colleagues and former clients and ask them for a, for a strategy on LinkedIn called recommendations and skill endorsements. Hmm. So what will happen is they're going to vouch for you. So you might say, yeah, I'm great at negotiations, but it goes a lot further when other people say that, wow, oh, okay. this guy's really, really, really great at negotiations or marketing, right? Um, things like that. They call that endorsing somebody. So the goal is to get other people to endorse you, okay, if that makes sense. So now that your profile's set up, the next thing we need to start doing is building your network. Are you ready? Yeah. All see. right. Let's build this network. Um Number one, after you create your profile, upload your, your, your headshot, do yourself a favor. Allow LinkedIn to automatically connect with your email contacts. Again, you can pull them from your phone. You can pull them from your Gmail account. But let them go in and try to connect you with everybody that's in your database. Okay? Number two, use a, 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 a product called Clearbit Connect to see the LinkedIn profile of every person whom emails you right in your Gmail. So Clearbit Connect, what it is, 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 is it, and I'll give you an example. If you're using Gmail as your email client, which is all of our MVP agents use that, there's a great plugin called Clearbit. Um, I'm sorry, Clearbit Connect. And what Clearbit Connect does is it pulls the social media information, including LinkedIn profiles. So immediately that stranger that you never met before send you an email, you could see if they have profile accounts on things like LinkedIn. And then you can connect with them right there and then. So this, think about this. I've got over 50,000 leads in my database, right? Yeah. Wouldn't it be great to pull that up and, and use Clearbit and go click, click and find everybody that was on, yeah. let's say LinkedIn. Number three, 
Join local LinkedIn real estate or professional groups. Remember, yep. it's about diving into the conversation. I want you to find groups. It could be, you know, I went to Fitchburg State University. There might be an alumni group called Fitchburg State University Alumni. Jump into that conversation, mm-hmm. right? Um, property managers, that might be local to you. Jump into that conversation. Be their resource. Number four, make sure you use, there's a category and a feature on there called people you may know. Whenever you see that pop up, connect with them. People you may know. That's the friend of a friend where maybe they're friends with somebody that's on your first network, your first connection. They're going to give you suggestions. Some of the people you will know, actually, because they're pretty strategic on how they do this, mm-hmm. but some of them you might not know. Anytime some, you get somebody that says people you may know, hit connect, because for some reason, LinkedIn wants you to, to connect. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. Okay. Add a public profile badge to your website and email signature. So you can literally add this thing called a badge. Think of it as your signature on your email, or you can take this code and put it on your website. So you can actually have a little badge that says, check out my LinkedIn profile, Mm. and people can go to LinkedIn to learn more about you. Here's the thing. If you were going to send anybody to any of your social media accounts, the safest one, the one where you don't have a cocktail in your hand dancing, uh, doing the electric slide at Blue Martini like you do uh, every Thursday night, Anthony. That's right. the, the safest one that you might want to send them to is your LinkedIn profile Absolutely. because you know it's cleaned up. Yep. It's like the cleanest version of you, right? right? Um, so those are the steps that, I, like I said, I wanted to, to, to talk about. Now, LinkedIn, I'm excited about this. I'm excited about what we're going to talk about next. Video. Video on LinkedIn, okay? In 2018, okay? Okay. And again, it's been before this, but they've released it in a big way. LinkedIn is going video, wow. okay? While LinkedIn video ads has existed for a while, in 2018, they've updated their platform to allow companies to upload what's called native video advertisements. It's where I can go to my desktop and upload a video. I can go to my um, my photos in my phone yeah. and upload a video directly from my phone. All the other platforms used to be able to do that. I mean, I'm sorry, you, you could do that. Snapchat, obviously, Facebook, right. Instagram. Um, LinkedIn didn't, you weren't able to do that until recently. If you wanted to get a video on LinkedIn, you had to cut and paste the YouTube video. Oh boy. And then here's why they did this. People were doing that. They're like, Hey, I want you to all see my company video from YouTube. And they would post a link. The second somebody would click that, it would take the, it would take their client away from LinkedIn and bring them to YouTube. That's not good for LinkedIn. LinkedIn likes it when people stay on their platform longer. So they realize, wait a minute, we need to start letting everybody upload video. Right. So, so that's why they basically did the change. But here's the real reason why they did the change. According to LinkedIn's research, engagement, which was the time, the amount of time that people watch uh, video, the engagement on native video ads is nearly three times longer mm. than any other forms of content on their website. Three times. The, the consumer stayed with you three times longer. Um, so it's pretty pretty remarkable to see. Studies also show that 30%, uh, there was a 30% increase in conversions just by adding uh, an explainer to, a, uh, let's say, a landing page, right? So, for example, you go to your landing page, your lead capture page, by putting a video. I don't know if you know this, but your conversion increased by 30% versus having just text. 
So, Unbelievable. Yeah. So, I mean, these little tips. Um, so, how can you use video for your company? Okay. There's a couple things that we should look at. So, here's what we know so far about the best practices when using video on LinkedIn. Uh, videos will autoplay with the sound off. So, it's best that you optimize your video for silent, which means don't be afraid to add subtitles or infographics in your videos. Okay. Mobile optimization of your landing page is a must. Okay. Companies like Listen to Leads already does that, but if, you're, if your landing page or lead capture page doesn't optimize, you're going to be in trouble. Uh, LinkedIn video ads can use uh, any of the targeting already available to advertise, including job title, company name, industry. So if you want to run an ad to target, um, let's say, other realtors throughout the country, that's where they're getting the data is off their profile. Uh, LinkedIn also has tracking pixels. I'm not going to really dive into tracking pixels, but basically... It's a way for you to uh, convert leads over and over again, mm-hmm. politely stalk that person that once clicked on your video until they actually buy something. So, okay. So we're going to go through 10 tips now before we wrap this up. 10 tips for generating leads from LinkedIn. Okay. Tip number one, it's all in the details. Purchasing a home is one of the biggest decisions a person can make for this reason There has to be a lot of trust and confidence between both parties, okay? Nowadays, potential buyers are online researching every step of the home buying process. As a real estate agent, you want them to know you're capable and you have the experience to handle such an important transaction. So your goal on LinkedIn is to make sure you have the absolute best realtor LinkedIn profile because they want to make sure it's safe to do business with you. Number two, you got to have a strong profile. Uh, when it comes to popular keywords like real estate, uh, things like that, you got to make sure that you have keywords in there that your profile is optimized. This should de- definitely be somewhere in your headline. Uh, you also want to properly optimize your LinkedIn profile URL as it really acts as your online business card. So for example, um, linkedin.com backslash Derek Carlson Realtor. Okay. Tip number three, create a great LinkedIn company page, right? Tip number four, create a showcase page. What is a showcase page? One of the great things about LinkedIn is that they provide you with showcase pages that you can post real estate listings on. Mm. Very, very valuable research showcase pages. Tip number five, search for a network with potential real estate leads. Um, To get started with generate leads, you're going to need the following. Connect with clients, old contacts, your network of colleagues, alumni, friends, and any member... uh, memberships that you may belong to or other organizations. Once you make that connection, you can start connecting with their connections. Take advantage of the search feature at the very top to find people that you may match their criteria. Tip number six, stay relevant by posting valuable information on a consistent basis. Realtors use LinkedIn for information that is of value to them as well as to stay abreast of the latest marketing trends. The platform is a bit of the formal side, so post accordingly. Here are some of our, some some specific ideas of things you can post or share. Any new construction projects in the area, state of the housing market, investment or financial news and tips, local job opportunities, helpful information about the neighborhood. Uh, here's some real estate market. Uh, you can post some real estate marketing ideas. Here's some content you can post. Links to blogs. 
curated content, videos, podcasts. Like, trust me right now, I have no problem with all of you. And you have my permission to share the leadgenerationlab.com podcast to all of your platforms. You have my expressed permission. Um, Opinion pieces, relevant articles, okay? Create a routine, get a routine going where you post three to four, maybe five times a week, a couple times a day. Number seven, leverage the LinkedIn real estate groups. Trust me, there is money in those groups. Jump into the conversation, become their real estate expert, become their resource for all things real estate. Number eight, don't be uh, afraid to use the private messenger, okay? The private messaging in mail. If you come across someone of interest, be sure to always send a personalized message. Since they don't know you, you might have to kind of tell them who you are and and what you're doing there. Here are some things you can say. Okay, these are some ideas that I want to give you. You're always looking to connect with locals. You are interested in learning more about their business. You have heard of them from an event or conference. Inquire about sending referrals their way. Notice how I said their way? Yeah. Because people like to reciprocate that. Ask them to, them to keep you in mind if they or people they know need your help. Number nine, ask for recommendations. Okay? That becomes your referral machine. Get recommendations. Number 10, show your real estate expertise. Okay? Um, and really give yourself exposure by, by putting some of your articles and PDFs and images and things like that that's really going to show that you're a real estate expert. Here's the bottom line. You want to know what the bottom line is, Anthony? Absolutely. $250 million, okay? And the fact is, is that you're dealing with professional. I think that this entire podcast could be summed up to the point where I had asked you, who would you call, where would you go if you needed to hire an attorney? LinkedIn. Where would you go if you needed to hire an accountant? LinkedIn. Okay. Where would you go if you needed to hire a realtor? LinkedIn. Exactly. That's where the professionals go. Everybody knows it. But here's the thing. There is no competition. Everybody's so focused on Facebook. And trust me, you should be. I'm not, I'm not saying that I want you to, to stop doing Facebook. But I'm telling you, somewhere in your world of your digital footprint, you've got to be online. Yeah. You've got to be online, and, 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 and I look at some of these things like LinkedIn, $250 million, but then I look at that the, the whole platform of what it actually is. You're basically walking into a room of other business owners. Absolutely. Okay? So that's what I got for you today. LinkedIn, everybody should be on it. Oh, no, thanks, Derek, for that. And just like you said, 250 million active users and showing that it's 277% more effective than Facebook. This is uh, another informational episode. Absolutely. That you provide us. So thank you once again, Derek Carlson, for this great segment in the Lead Generation Lab podcast. Let's do this. Mm-hmm.